What's up, you dirties? This episode of the SBP is brought to you by the Anchor app. Anchor appin'. Go to anchor.fm on your phone, your laptop, and download the free app and get going on the possibilities of starting a podcast. It's easy. You can do it. It's very easy. You can do it yourself. It is easy. Even I. Even me. A half-wit doofus face has been able to... I've been able to do a podcast. I'm this is episode 87? Holy moly. Um, and Anchor is the reason why I'm able to do it. It's got a very easy uh, editing tools, very easy interface. Uh, you can literally just do it on your phone, or you can step it up and do it on a PC and um, yip-yap about whatever it is you want to yip-yap about. And Anchor provides a way for you to make money either through ad revenue or direct deposit donations from your rabid fans and um, and then they uh, distribute it to all the podcast platforms it's very easy do yourself a favor and uh, get on that shit son and you can do podcasters also I do not have the rights to music heard here on the Sean Boyles podcast. I need to say that so people don't try to sue me. As has been the problem in the past. No notices this week, but uh, we'll talk about that when we get into the fucking thing. All right. Thank you for your support. Let's get on with this shit show. It's the Sean Boyles Podcast. Music, comedy, drums, life, burrito. You ever grab a piece of clothing that you want to wear and put it on, go down the road and realize that it stinks to all high hell? Um, my favorite sweatshirt. I went to put it on, and it smelled like butt, yo. It smelled bad. It was a bad scene, <laughs> and I didn't realize it until um, I was out the door and doing shit. So I'm sorry if you ran into me in the last couple hours, and I smelled foul. What's up, dirties? How are you? How you doing? Welcome to the Sean Boyles Podcast. Welcome to my weekly hour or so. Um, it's the it's 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 my little time to just get things off my chest and and really um really emote and really get down to how I'm feeling about shit and uh, really able to. Uh, it's an opportunity for me to really express myself. 
and to really um, say what's on my mind and ponder thoughts and uh, just, you know, just just go through it. You know what I mean? And, and, and I appreciate you being on the journey with me. I appreciate you here to listen to my bullshit. Um, <laughs> just got back from an open mic uh, here in Castor Valley and um, did a couple of newer, tried some newer stuff. I got a couple of chuckles. Get a couple of chuckles at an open mic. Uh, you can almost chalk that up to a win, ladies and gentlemen. It's kind of, that's how desperate it is at an open mic. <laughs> if you can get the place roaring, then you're fucking smashing it. And uh, I got a, I got a, I didn't get a roar, but I got a, maybe a, maybe a, a yawn. I don't know. No, I, uh, I worked out, working out a new thing and it did okay. It did okay. Wasn't amazing, but it did okay. Uh, how are you doing? So, uh, yeah, man, um, not much going on this week, um, just grinding, working, working, working. I um, was working. Uh, you ever do this? <laughs> um, if you're a regular listener to the podcast, uh, you know that I will say some shit that's um, that's on the line. I'll say some stuff that's uh, dancing on the line of what is um, what is acceptable or what is. Uh, I don't know what is PC or or not. Or I like to I like to I like to flirt with it. I like to almost say the wrong thing or say the wrong thing, but try to dig myself out of that hole of wrong thingness that I did. And um, I was doing a job this week for some fine, fine, fine folks, and uh, I was feeling comfortable with them. And I said some things that might have been a little off color. Not vulgar necessarily, but um, maybe a little blue. And then uh, I learned that uh, these fine folks were actually um, very Christian and uh, listen listen to actually Christian music and regularly go to church or are in church groups and uh, very, very nice people, as most Christians are. Um but very involved in their church and very just you know de- 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 devoted to the to the to the higher power and, and all that and then I felt terrible for saying something that was maybe a little a little brass a little a little blue a little uh, little off kilter a little a little a little hot a little hot in the pants something a little uh, Something that had a little spice on it. I don't remember what it was. I don't remember what I said, but I did remember thinking that I might have uh, might have been a little offensive. I don't know, or just uh, it's a little wild, a little wild for uh, uh, for for some folks. But uh, that's what happens when you start feeling comfortable at a job, and, and the people are nice, and they've giggled at the th- silly things that you said, and then you try to. Try to step it up and see how um, how far you can go. I don't know. Do you do that? Maybe I do that. Um, 
So I'm looking at um, so every week when I sit down to do the podcast, I usually have a uh, list of uh, little bullet points and things that I've jotted down um, of, of of ideas and things that I, I would possibly want to talk about on the podcast. And I opened up my little folder where I keep these uh, little gems and little fun things to uh, to spout off about. And I opened up my little folder and for the, the podcast today. There's nothing in it. <laughs> There's only one thing written in there uh, as to remind me of something to talk about on this podcast. And uh, I didn't realize that um, I didn't have anything in there because I'm regularly jotting things down. And, and, uh, and there's nothing in there this time. There's one thing. And it's an idea for something else. Something that we'll do later. Or do we do it now? Fuck it. This came up earlier, and it was a thing we were talking about. I was talking about this in the... You know what happened? Here, here's something I haven't mentioned on the podcast. Um, uh, last week, uh, the, so I recorded the podcast last week, last Thursday, and then put it out late, late Thursday night like I usually do. Uh, but the day before that, I, your man, your dude here, that's me, Sean Boyles, I drove myself down to San Jose and had a little rehearsal with Zed. First time in a long time. Um, I think the sec- this is the second time uh, the full band has rehearsed uh, since pandemics. We rehearsed about six weeks ago, I think. Got in there and just sort of just, just basically caught up. We played a little bit. But nothing, uh, threw around some ideas, uh, our ideas that we're going to get in there and write some new stuff and just get ready to, you know, maybe dust off some, some songs, um, get the old playlist going and get a, get a set maybe. So we're ready for live shows if they come up, if they're safe enough to do and, uh, and, and write some new stuff. So, uh, we did that about six weeks ago. Kind of, we played. I think we played one song through, and then maybe farted around with some other stuff. But we were just bullshitting for the most part. Which is, which, in my experience over the years, when uh, you're in a band and you've been playing for a while, and uh, you take a break for a few weeks or whatever it is, and that first, th- that first time you're all back in the room, um, not much playing usually happens. It's more just catching up with your bros, catching up with your friends. And uh, checking in with everybody and uh, just doing that thing and uh, setting the tone for what will be the next time you get in there to do a thing. So see if you're going to start doing it, uh, doing it regularly. And uh, that's what we did. Uh, So this time last Wednesday, uh, not yesterday, Wednesday, but the Wednesday before, we got in there with the idea, okay, we're going to work on new stuff and uh, threw around a few ideas. We had quite a, we got the old recorder out, the little Zoom recorder that we have, which is confusing now because there's there's a company called Zoom that makes these nice little handheld recorders that you can record live music or whatever it is you want to record. And they're decent and band, you know, it's, 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 a, it's a cheaper sort of handheld thing and I think it's got a little fucking little thumb drive in there or something or a little uh what do they call those uh 
those little those little super super mini mini disc type things. I forget what those are called because I'm so tech savvy. Um, fuck, what are those things called? Scantrons? <laughs> I don't know. Those little fucking disc things that are tiny. I think you could put one of those in this thing, and then so Mark, our bass player, I think it's his. So if we got a good idea, and we we all agree that we like the idea, we'll play it through, get it so it sounds you know like we can play it. Then pulls out the thing, hits record, play it through however we've arranged it. He takes it home, uploads it into the computer, um, and then uh, uploads it to our Dropbox. We have a Dropbox that we share. So we can share ideas and stuff, and we can listen to it later. And then we came up with some cool stuff. I thought we had we got some like I think three different song ideas that we came up last rehearsal, and it was nice. And um, so hopefully we continue with that. I think we're supposed to. We were talking about getting the, getting in there on Saturday, so we'll see if that happens. Uh, so yeah, it was nice to, um, and also that Tuesday before. So that was uh, this was last week, and I. I I can't believe I I didn't mention that the Tuesday before I went and played, did some, uh, some actual practicing of the drums, went and played by myself for a couple hours and got all fucking bloody and blistery because my hands have turned into little fucking softness. And, um, so it was nice to play and then fucking two days in a row playing drums, getting sweaty. I've been on a decent, um, regiment of exercise and eating a little bit better although i ate like shit the past two days as far as lunches were concerned but um sort of doing a little uh intermittent fasting i'm trying not to eat past a certain time during the day like past like six o'clock and then i'm not eating again the next day until like 11 so i'm trying to do that Sometimes the wife gets up and makes me breakfast, though, and I, I feel bad telling her not to do it because, uh, you know, she's making me breakfast, and it's a sweet thing to do. It's nice. Thank you for that breakfast. Um, but I might just start taking that shit to go if she makes something in the morning. And say, hey, you know what? I want to try this fasting fuckery and fucking wrap that shit up. I'll eat it later, you know. I wrap it. I mean, she makes me some eggs and bacon every morning, almost every morning, and uh, and and one tortilla. And I usually throw it all in a tortilla and throw some hot sauce on there. And I could wrap that shit up in, in some foil and take it with me. Why not? Nice little way to start the day. <laughs> Speaking of starting your day, uh, I was uh, I was about to the open mic I did just earlier. There was a couple of cats outside. Guy was kind of holding court, as comics usually do. Once in a while, you're outside and you're with the other comics, and one guy starts going into a thing, and he's you know, he's dominating a conversation or whatever. And so there was these four guys standing around, and this one guy, I, I don't believe he's a comic, uh, but he will sign up at the open mic here in uh, in our little town, Castro Valley, and um, in fact, I think one day. <laughs> I think one night I went up super late uh, towards the end. I was like, I was the last one thing. And this guy signed up like only a couple of guys before me uh, to go after the last guy. 
So I was the last guy, and this guy goes up after. And uh, and there was hardly anybody there. There's nobody left. There's only maybe two comics hanging out. One bar fly and another drunkard and this guy and his buddy. And so they were laughing, doing some stuff, and they were, they were giggling or whatever. And I got done, and uh, this guy goes up, right? And he, uh, it was right after, it was right after uh, 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 Tiger Woods got in that accident here recently, right? Uh, it was maybe within the week of that accident. And uh, this dude started going on and, and, and going and laying into Tiger a little bit. He was laying in the old to, to the old tigers. He was laying into him, and I don't know what he was saying, but whatever he was saying, it got the host, my my man Jeff Morris, got him a little riled up, and uh, I guess Jeff had had a few, and uh, he was a little runky poo, and he stood up, and he started yelling at the dude. And he's like, how dare you say that about that man? That's all I heard. That's what I heard. Like, I was kind of outside the thing, and and I hear Jeff fucking loudly. How dare you say that about that man? <coughs> Excuse me. And he fucking stood up. I, I peeked in, and Jeff is standing up, and he's going after the dude. He's, like, yelling at the dude about, you know. And I was like, whoa, whoa. I fucking ran in there. And got in between Jeff and the and the and the dude. I was like, "Hey, man. As far as this guy's concerned, he's telling jokes. You're a comic. You're hosting an open mic comedy show. People are gonna tell jokes. They're gonna try stuff out. You know the game. He's not telling jokes. He's just talking shit about somebody I respect. I'm like, yeah, but you know, I came up here and talked shit about Asians." You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I'm just making a joke, though. You know what I mean? We all talk shit and we make jokes, you know, and it might strike a nerve with somebody. That's the risk you take. You know, relax, sit down, have some water. You know, I had to, like, talk him off a cliff, man. He was really, he was hot. But like I said, he, he had had a few. He was a, he was a little runky poo. But, uh, so anyway. I'm leaving the open mic this evening, and this same dude, the guy that was saying the, the terrible things about Tiger that pissed off Jeff Morgan, he is outside with about three other comments, and he's holding court. And he said something very interesting about a morning routine. He said his alarm, he said his wife's alarm goes off at 4.30 in the morning. And it goes off at 4.30 in the morning so that she can give him some ass. So this guy was kind of bragging a little bit how he gets mass every morning at 4.30 in the morning. His wife actually sets the alarm and gets my man going and fucking gets on top of him or whatever and, and uh, gets his pipes cleaned out first thing in the morning. And he said, he's on my alarm. Don't go off till 6.30. And I thought that was hilarious. And, uh, I left the conversation said, all right, fellas, I got to go. I got to go set my wife's alarm. <laughs> and they laughed and I fucking I walked on. But, uh, you know, it was uh, it was an interesting morning routine. I don't think I had heard that. I don't think I had heard somebody um, having a 
scheduled, regimented. Um, and he said, uh, he's all, there are times that it doesn't happen. He's all, but he's all, if I, if it happens, I'm in the shower at the same time and I'm leaving my house at seven Oh five to get to work. If it doesn't happen, my, my day's all thrown off from the get and I'm going to be late to work. I was like, wow, he's got himself a thing. And he's like, and he's a black dude. And he say, actually said, he's like, you know what? Some stupid white bitch <laughs> come up to me and say some racist shit and call me the N-word. He's all, if I don't have that ass in the morning, I got the energy and venom to light this bitch up if she says something crazy. But if I get my, <laughs> if I get my, if I get my peace in the morning, <laughs> I don't have the, I don't have the energy to, uh, to say anything back to the the racist. I thought that was pretty funny. Anyway, just uh, speaking of morning routines, that just it reminded me of when I started talking about what I was talking. What the hell was I talking about? I don't know. I don't know. It's late. Yeah, it's fuck. I usually don't do the podcast this late. It's after ten on a Thursday night. All right, let's do this. This is the one thing that I had written in the thing to talk about. Overrated. That's right, y'all. Uh, I don't do the segment every episode, but I think I did one last episode, but I'm going to do another one this uh Topic came up in the Zed, um, in the Zed text thread that we have, the group chat, the group text, and um, somebody posted a video of a band. I forget what band it was. Should I look in the fucking group text? Can I go back that far and see what band it is? It wasn't that far back, was it? Uh, where is it? Maybe it was back too far. I can't find it. Oh, here we go. Oh, this band called... Uh, <laughs> fucking dumbass name. King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. It was uh, a video of them playing uh, on a playing for a radio station, like an internet radio station, I think. Uh, or maybe it was just they had played it. I don't know what the deal was, but they're play- I, I watched about forty or fifty seconds of it before. I had to fucking bail on it. <laughs> and the reason why I bailed on it, the song was whatever. It was mediocre at best. Uh, but what really sort of uh, grinded my gears was the fact that the band has two drummers. Thus, the subject of this week's overrated. Bands with two drummers. I think this is the dumbest thing a band can do um, besides be a bunch of white guys and do reggae. Um, <laughs> I just... Um, it's ridiculous. Because, and here's why it's ridiculous. Bands that have two drummers, the drummers hardly ever play different shit. They usually have some drum patterns that they've agreed on that they're going to play, and they play them 
the exact same way at the exact same time. Um, there's usually no variance in what one's doing. Sometimes one will be on a ride symbol while the other one's on a hi-hat. Um, sometimes one drummer is in charge of uh, doing the fills while the other one just keeps the beat going. It's just never, it's just, you never hear, especially recorded, because recorded, you know, they're playing at the same time. It, it, you would think two drummers, oh, God damn, that's going to be big and loud, you know what I mean? It's going to fatten things up. It doesn't. It just doesn't, especially on a recording. You can't tell that it's two drummers on a recording, especially if they're playing at the same time, doing the same thing at the same time. You see them live. And it doesn't do anything there either. You would think it'd be loud and and and, and a, just more bombastic. And what ends up happening is, yeah, it's probably louder because yeah, it is two drummers. But you know, the guitar players and the bass player just fucking play louder. You know what I mean? And and get pumped through the house system more. It's just, it's just dumb. I've never understood. Um, I've never understood what like. I just never, I've never gotten why a band, you know, Leonard Skinner did it, I think, for a time. They didn't do it all. Oh, uh, Allman Brothers. Allman Brothers is a famous band for having two drummers. The Grateful Dead, two drummers. Again, I've never heard on a song that the two drummer thing was that. I think the Doobie Brothers have two drummers. Um, I just. Now, the Funk Brothers which was the house band at Hitsville, USA, which is recorded a lot of, well, if not all of the Motown stuff back in the, uh, I think they started going in the early 60s into the into the 70s. I think these cats, there was a, basically the Hitsville, USA house band that played on everything played on every fucking song that came out of Motown. They had two drummers. And uh if you know what to listen for, you can hear the two drummer thing happening. And uh and the way they did it, it it worked and it was cool. But every other time I've heard it, it's just I don't know if the cats are just not inventive enough to 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 really think of how this is going to work or I don't know man it's just a, I just think it's a it's I don't like it. <laughs> I just don't like it. I I mean I've joined bands or played in bands or you know come into a, a an already established band and almost every time that has happened I've had the guys in the band tell me how much louder they have to play um, because how loud I play. And they're having, oh, I've never had my amp up this high because I fucking, I play drums like they owe me money. Beat that shit to the white meat, you know. <laughs> Excuse me. I got something fucking wrong with my fucking throat. 
All the cocks I sucked sucked earlier. All the cocks I sucked. Yeah, I can't even. Couldn't even fucking. Couldn't even say something ridiculous without fucking it up because because uh, I'm tired. I actually got a day off tomorrow. I was gonna. Um, I have a job scheduled, but uh, the homeowner is a little worried about. Um, apparently, it's supposed to be very, very windy tomorrow, and I'm supposed to spray a fence. <laughs> So spraying outside's probably not a good idea tomorrow. So uh, I'm gonna take the day off. I've had a, I had Sunday off. It was very nice. Didn't do a fucking thing. S- sat there all day. Didn't do shit. Oh, I took the wife to the store. I took the wife to her Japanese store that she likes. Uh, but yeah, otherwise. I didn't do shit. Laid there for a long time. Didn't do nothing. And then we went to the store. Or no, I don't think we went to the, I think I went to, I took her to the store on Saturday night. Yeah, I don't think I did shit on Sunday. I don't think I even put shoes on. Or pants. Kept that shit fucking... Real day off. That's what you gotta do though, man. Like, I went... I went hard last month. So, uh, having one day off a week is the goal. But it uh, looks like I might have Saturday off or uh, Friday. I'm going to have tomorrow off Friday, and it looks like I'm going to have Sunday off. So, uh, maybe two days this week. But I'm busy. I'm stacked up. I got work piled up. Your boy's going to be fucking raking in some money here. Doing okay. Now, if I can just start to save it, that's the key. Um, seems like every time so, I talked about this last week, but I haven't, you know, it'd be nice to have a little bit more money. I'm pretty happy, but I could be happier. And money seems to be the thing that would help that. But, um, I, uh, I just hope I can start stacking. Every time I get a little bit ahead, a catastrophe happens and I got to spend that money. So hopefully we could, um, we could stack. Uh, you know what else I got told tonight? I just thought of it. Uh, a newer comic that I don't know very well uh, goes by the stage name Pancake. Pancake the Maple Syrup King is his stage name. I don't know the cat's real name. Uh, younger guy. Although, as we were talking... Figured he was young, but then I started to question myself because he looks like he's anywhere between 19 and 37. Like, he <laughs> it's hard to tell how old this guy is. And um, But he said something very interesting to me. He just kind of came up to me, and uh, I've never had a conversation. I say, you know, he, I'm friendly to the guy. I've seen him a few times at Mike's. At open mics, and he always says hi. I say hi back, um, and I've never really had a conversation with the guy. But he um, he said something interesting. He said, "Have you ever um, have you ever thought of moving to Los Angeles?" And I said, "No." <laughs> what? He's like, "You should move to Hollywood." I said, "No," and he laughed because I answered very quickly. And I said, I have no desire to live down there. I've, you know, 
I could have moved to Huntington Beach at one point to join a band, but I didn't. And uh, Southern California does not agree with me. I don't want to be down there. You know, why would you? Um, why do you think I'd need to move there? He's all. I go. I go. He's all. We well, have a very interesting look. I said, okay. Um, are you a casting director? Like, what do you like? What are you getting at? Who do you know? Who are you trying to hook me up with? What are you trying to get at? You know. I go, what do you do? What's your thing? He's like, well, I'm, I've been an a- I'm an actor. I said, okay, uh, how long have you been acting? He's like, oh, I don't know, seems like all my life. I go, have you been in anything that's of significant? He said, no. Uh, it's just what I it's what I really want to do. I want to act. Um, I said, okay, you know. And then we started talking a little bit, and uh, he seemed like he was getting a little frustrated. You know what I mean? And then I I kind of told him, I said, yeah, you know, I've you know, I've I've been doing music a long time and, um, you know, the music industry isn't what it used to be. And it used to be, yeah, you had to move to Los Angeles to maybe get something going. And, you know, I'm, but, you know, I'm happy being where I'm at. I don't think there's a need to move to Los Angeles. You know, I just couldn't do it, you know. you know. But, you know, I've tried to do music as hard as I could try without starving and i said that uh if acting is something you really want to do fucking go for it go move down there try to get in into the business you know or go as hard as you can go and still uh maintain some sort of stability as far as uh income and and you know you know you always hear about these out you know out of work actors or fucking waiter at the cafe or whatever you know um you know, I said, go for it. You know, I don't you don't want to get my age and have regrets. You know, I should have did this thing. You know what I mean? I should have done a thing. You know, I should have fucking played with those guys or, you know, we should have got this demo to that, that guy or, you know, you don't want to have those when you're my age, you know, 47 now, you know. Fortunately for me, I played the music that I wanted to play. And it did for me, um, in some instances, it didn't do exactly what I wanted it to do. But just the fact that I was able to do it and I had fun doing it, the self-satisfaction there was enough. And and I did it with the idea of, well, you know, I'm going to do this uh, because I like to do it and it's fun, but I do know that I got to pay rent somewhere and I got to have a job and I got to keep money rolling in just to live. I can't go so hard into this thing that I'm starving and, um, and I'm really paying severe dues. I didn't want to do that. I did. That didn't make sense to me to do, to, to, to go that hard into it, you know, but maybe that's why I've only had the minimal, you know, break even, maybe sort of, and probably haven't even broke even. I probably definitely have fucking paid out more than I've gotten back. Um, if I go lifetime, you know, as far as gear purchases versus totals of getting paid for gigs or whatever, you know, you know, um, but you know, when I've, um, when I've gotten a tour, you know, I've broke even, 
for the most part. Uh, or I've came out ahead because touring is what led me to, you know, especially going to Japan and meeting my wife. You know what I mean? So maybe I've come out ahead. Maybe I've actually won. Maybe I got paid. I don't know. Um, all right, let's get to uh, what do we got? Where are we at? Uh, let's do this. That's right. I react to things and I go, ooh, or I go, uh, yeah. This is the part of the program, ladies and gentlemen, where I, a 47 year old metal head lover of the heavy music. Uh, reacts to a pop song, reacts uh, reacts to something on the Billboard Hot 100. Uh, hopefully something in at least the top 10, if not the number one song in the country. Um, this week, I think the number one song country is actually a new song. It's a uh, duet, I believe. It's uh, The Weeknd and Ariana Grande who is the punchline to a joke that I do once in a while on stage in the comedies. Um But I didn't want to do this song because as I was going down the list, there was a uh, a newer song called Deja Vu from one Olivia Rodrigo. Now, um, the last uh, song, uh, it was quite a few weeks back, um, that driver's license song. I really dug that song. So I was curious to hear another song by this artist. And uh, that's what we're going to do. Let's react to some Deja Vu by the young Olivia Rodrigo. Let's see what she cooked up with this one. Oh, come on, iPad. Play the damn song. I on purpose made sure that this shit was loaded and ret to go and now it's not playing. Nice little toy Car toy box thing. Strawberry ice cream One spoon for two And trading jackets Laughing about how small it looks on you Definitely doing the uh, Close to the mic Billie Eilish thing, right? Watching Reruns of Glee Being annoying Singing in harmony I bet she's bragging to all her friends saying you're so unique. <laughs> Ooh, a little so when you're gonna tell 
Little Olivia got herself some range, though. She can get up into those high notes, huh? I like those drums. Gritty, gritty drums. Nice. songs to perform and, and, and you know other people are writing songs for her and she's just kind of singing other people's shit out this is her shit so uh not a bad song but it didn't, definitely didn't hit me like uh like that driver's license song that driver's license song almost fucking made me cry because i'm fucking tough yo it, it cut through this fucking tough exterior and it and my 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 calloused and cold black heart and it got in there gave me the feels as the kids say hit me in the feels as i've heard people say i don't know what the fuck that means what does that what does it even mean what does it even mean I don't want to see how long I could do that for, but I figure that's a terrible sound for anybody to really deal with. And um, I think my phone that battery is about to die, so maybe I should fucking wrap this thing up while we have the juice left to record. Um, let's see. Um, coming up next week, uh, I will have one more podcast, I think, before we do it, but... Uh, if you're in the East Bay and you are in Dublin, California on May 15th, make your way down to the back lounge where if you're there in and around the nine o'clock hour in the in the evening time, this would be the PM. 
We're going to have ourselves a little comedy show at the Back Lounge. The Boyles Blowout returns. David Brassoud headlining that bitch. Pam Benjamin, uh, John Gab, Faco, James Edward Gleason, and Nate Spears. That's right. We're going to do the damn thing. We're going to have some comedies. And um, <laughs> funny thing about this show. So I had this show booked, right? I, I, I needed one more. I was trying to fill one more spot. And I really wanted Pam to do it. I don't know if I did. I say this on the podcast when I booked after. I don't, know, I don't think I did. Um, I've just told I've told some people the story already. Uh, so I uh, I had Pam. I wanted her, but she, she I I text her and I hadn't heard from her. She didn't answer me back for a couple of days, and I had the lineup all solid. I just had one more spot I needed to fill, and I wanted her to have that spot. And she wasn't getting back to me, so I was about to start asking some other people. And she finally got back to me and said that, yes, she could do the show. And I was like, cool, stoked, you know. And then she came back with, um, is, uh, can I get there by BART? Because um, I don't have a car. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit, okay. Let's see if, uh, now the show starts. It starts late. It starts at 9 o'clock. And um, I was trying to see, you know, I know it's a fucking healthy little BART ride from San Francisco to um, to Dublin. So, uh, and the and the BART's not running at the full hours that it usually runs. Usually, you could get, you know, you can get on a train at the Dublin BART station at, you know, creeping up towards eleven o'clock. And you can get to the city by 12.30 or so, and uh, you're good. However, this was not going to be the case because there's uh, the last train out of Dublin during these COVID times. Um, it was early. It was like, you know, 9.30 or whatever, and she's not even going to be her time. She's not even be do, have. She won't even have done her set yet. So uh, I said, I will figure it out. You know, and I just said, well, fuck it. I'll just, you know, I'll book another comic. I'll book <laughs> book another comic that's, a, you know, from San Francisco that's got a car. They could pick her up, drive her to Dublin, and uh, they could come do the show. So that's what I did. So I, uh, luckily, my man, James Edward Gleason, is going to uh, bring the feature act to the show. So anyway, March 15th, come out and come... Uh, Come get some. Come get your laughing fits. Uh, I think that's all I got going on right now. Um, oh, uh, May. Uh, so that's May. May fifteenth, May twenty eighth. I believe. Uh, I'll be back at Ludwig's in San Jose with Teddy Hall, uh, co-producing a show. That should be fun. Oh, uh, yeah, man. It's feel it's getting back to it, man. It's getting back to it. And it feels good. It feels feels good. Yeah. Feels good. Who is that? Who did that song? I don't remember. Ah, fuck. I fucked up my shit. Uh, here we go. Uh, let's get out of here.
iPad's been fucking up. When I turned it on earlier, it was the fucking black screen of death, they call it. And I gave it to the wife, and she fucking did some sort of voodoo on it and fucking got it back running. But it's touchy now. Either that or my fucking fat fingers don't know how to fucking hit shit. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Rate, review, subscribe, yada, yada, yada. Fuckity, fuckity, fuck, fuck, fuck. Um, Still working on some guests. Um, I've been very, very lazy on um, talking to these people and uh, setting up a date. So we'll have a guest here one of these days. And uh, and I'm still, I worked on it a little bit this week. And by a little bit, I mean like for 15 minutes. <laughs> the rap tune. I'm doing some hippity hop, dude. It's going to be a, an original tune. I need a hook. I don't have a hook for this tune. But uh, I got some bars. I got the music. I need a hook. Anyway, yada, yada. Earworm of the Week this week. Uh, interesting, interesting song. Very, very good song. Um, sort of a, um, in a way, a one-hit wonder sort of thing. But I think most of the songs on this record are really, really good. Um, but I, it's one of those records that I, I dig it, but um, not a lot of it's committed to memory, you know? It's got a sound to it, so when I hear it, I know who it is. Um, so, uh, but anyway, a cool band. Uh, this band called Rival Schools. This was uh, a project that the singer guitar player from uh, from Quicksand did. Um, him and I believe maybe a guy from Orange Nine Millimeter. I think they teamed up. I might have that fucked up. But uh, Rival Schools was a uh, so if Quicksand is a post hardcore band. Rival Schools is like a post quicksand band. <laughs> it's like it's uh um it's kind of like when the guys from Slipknot did Stone Sour. So they were doing something aggressive and they did something a little softer. Um I don't think this is as uh harsh of a of, of a difference. But it is that same sort of dynamic where the band was doing one thing and had a thing, and this is like a a little a little more palatable version of the other band. Anyway, a little rival schools, a song called "Used for Glue," for your earworm of the week. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, hopefully, I'm a little more energetic and I have more shit on my list to talk about, and I just don't go fucking freestyle and try to stretch this shit out. That's not doing anybody any good. Um, be good, keep it dirty, and I'll see you fuckers next week.
fuck Stanton Avenue.